Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Club, where we're keeping it surreal and talking about all things odd, mysterious, and paranormal. This is show 18. Tonight, I welcome back my good friend and Reiki master, Crystal Bishop. We're covering a bunch of topics on the paranormal. And we're doing a video conference so you can see our smiling faces. It's candid with mature content and may have some adult language, so be advised. The video version can be found on my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at the rabbit hole club. Before we dive in too deep, remember to hit that subscribe button and give this show a thumbs up. Your support is what helps me to keep bringing you fun and freaky shows with colorful guests interesting ideas, and amazing stories. My channels are full of fun little goodies that'll make you go, hmm, and they can all be found on my website along with all of my social media, YouTube, and podcast links. TheRabbitHole.club. That's right, I said dot club. C-L-U-B. As of last week, my show is finally listed with all the podcast distributors. So you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. If you or someone you know would like to share a scare, a show idea, personal experience, or anything else odd and unusual, you can call my hotline at 816-514-5084. Leave a message there or send an email to submit at therabbithole.club. And now, here we go, on to the show! Starting this week's episode, let's take a look at the rabbit reel and check out paranormal news around the world. To begin with, I have a correction from last week's excerpt on the CIA providing more info to Congress on the upswing in UFO sightings. I guess they haven't explained all the sightings as mundane, but are now blaming drones and trash to go with the weather balloons and hallucinations. So, if you're one of those people who've had a close encounter, just remember that it's only an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, or a fragment of underdone potato. In other odd news, divers filming for a Discovery Channel show were searching for a downed World War II aircraft in the Bermuda Triangle when they discovered a big chunk of the Space Shuttle Challenger on the ocean floor instead. Imagine their surprise. This is the first piece of the Challenger to be discovered in over 25 years, which is quite incredible considering the craft was thought to have disintegrated completely 37 years ago. In archaeology this week, the tomb of Cleopatra and Mark Antony may have been found under the majestic temple of Taposiris Magna Osiris in Alexandria. I hope I pronounced that right. They've uncovered an incredible tunnel, said to be an engineering marvel, but due to many extreme earthquakes over the centuries, it was collapsed. It might take them a while to excavate, but they've already found coins with Cleopatra's face and a mask said to represent Mark Antony. So I'll keep you posted if I hear more on that. That's not all the weirdness in the world this week, but that's all we have time for right now. And now, down the rabbit hole we go. Hi, Crystal. 
Hello, hello, hello. So how are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. This is a good day. I like it. <laughs> you and me both. I don't get to see your face this often. <laughs> oh, uh, like, what is this? Like three times in one year? That's kind of unusual. I mean, since especially since you moved away. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. I was everybody at the wedding, too. Oh, my God. It was amazing. That was such a beautiful wedding. So beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, okay. Thank you for being here again. Yeah. I want to get into some paranormal stuff with you because you have some really crazy adventures to share. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we can talk about yours, too. I mean, well, you have, but... Oh, man, I've had some scary ones, but I've yes. had not so scary ones too. So, right. um, my mother, uh, and kind of her family too, they, they were very spiritually like, um, they were more psychic okay. you know, than anything. So my mother was very psychic and she could like, um, put her hand on somebody and know exactly what was wrong with them. Wow. But, medically you know and so she did a lot of that stuff with us like I remember when I lived with her um, a year before she died and at night she would sit with me me and my brother and she would write names on little pieces of paper and put it in a bowl and we would close our eyes take the paper and we'd have to we'd have to say what it was without looking at the paper oh wow and I didn't understand that was like psychic uh, exercises mm -hmm. you know and maybe she didn't understand it either, but we just did it for fun. Yeah, she did. You know? <laughs> yeah, she did. I had a sixth grade teacher who did that to me, and I didn't realize it until I was an adult. So we had right. rain days, okay? And so yeah. one teacher, there were three sixth grade classes, Symington Elementary. So uh -huh. there were three sixth grade classes, and on a rain day, one of the teachers would be the one to take all of the classes into her room and figure out some rainy day activities. So this one teacher, and bless her heart, I don't know what prompted her to do this, but she would send me out of the room, close the door, and have the class pick out some object in the room and not say anything but whenever i came back in they were all supposed to be thinking about it okay not looking at it not yeah. indicating in any way and i was really good at it yeah i had no idea what she was doing and she singled me out <laughs> yeah why at that age she would have singled me out don't know but she did <laughs> I love that. Everything that you learn as an adult, you have been prepped since the beginning and then you don't realize it till years later. Or like I said, like in the last um, podcast, like I just shut myself off. You know, my dad didn't do that kind of stuff. And when my mom died, that was it, you know? Um, so yeah, she, she had experiences like some of her other family members too had experiences of seeing their dead relatives and, mm -hmm. 
physically seeing them. And she had an experience where she almost died when she was a young child and she saw death at the end of her bed. Like he was opening up a book and he was like looking for her name and she decided she wanted to stay. And then, um, yeah, and she actually was on the brink of death and her mom had to rush her to the hospital. So, and she's seen spirits and she knew exactly who they were when they, you know, one of them sat down on her bed one night and then she found out the next day that that person had passed away. So, yeah, yeah stuff like that. And then when she passed away, like I mentioned um, to you and I just found this out, um, when three of my two of my aunts and my mother died so one of my aunts died literally a month before my mother a month oh, wow. exactly 26 and july 26 same literally a month apart different reasons totally different reasons um but when Ouch. she i know right it was very traumatic summer for me when i was 11. <laughs> so. wow but anyway so um when my aunt Lori had passed first, I was sitting outside and all of a sudden I started smelling roses. I was nowhere near rose bushes. I had no idea. And when my mother passed away, I was walking through the house we were living in at the time and I just walked through the smell of like pure rose. Oh. It's pure rose smell. And so, like I said, our my significance to them and my relatives, my the women that have passed my family is pink roses. So that's why I had two pink roses in my wedding bouquet. Aww. So that's beautiful. I, I know. And I, I love that. And so when I heard your podcast and she and she was telling us that um the the old granny house, right? Yes. Yep. And that's what happens when people pass, you smell roses. I was like, holy crap. Yep. So a special thing for a family, just that's what it is. I was smelling the spirits over there. So it was freaking mind blowing. And I love that full circle kind of thing. And uh, that was amazing. And so I've had it in me my whole life, right? You know, and then I did, which is funny because I did Jasmine. You remember that film I did? Oh, right. Wife? Yes. And so my friend and I, we had went to the spiritual shop and we got all these things. I had, I didn't dabble in any of this stuff and we made a whole altar and everything. And all the while I was doing things that I was natural to that I didn't understand till later in life, you know? Mm -hmm. So always being brought up to you until it really hits you, right? That's yes. Absolutely. But yeah. Um, Good guides. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes they just have to keep hitting you over the head until you get it. So. Or other places. <laughs> <laughs> I have had my ass kicked a few times. <laughs> Literally ass kicked. Yeah. Um, which is so funny. So with my Reiki practice, I use my Claire's now and I've gotten stronger with them and I've connected with, you know, guides and I've connected with people's lost loved ones. And so, um, you know, I'm very, I'm claircognizant, clairvoyant, uh, and I'm also a clairsentient. So I feel a lot. I feel a lot. Um, so I've connected with loved ones and stuff. But um, did I ever tell you about my scariest, like, paranormal encounter? No. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yes, please. <laughs> When I lived in uh, Dustin Adair's building at one point, 
that white house he lived it was on Truston armor like in the yep, really Kansas bad city yeah absolutely yep. so i lived bottom floor and it was before my roommate had moved in and it was when i was dating somebody um at one point in my life and i was in the laundry room and all of a sudden all of a sudden i heard was like what are you doing and i turned around well i go i'm doing laundry duh and i turn around and nobody was right and then i called down to my my boyfriend at the time who's way down at the end of the hallway i was like are you here did you just ask me something he was like no i was like that was really weird so then um i just felt weird things there you know and then later on i started having nightmares and one of them was really traumatic and i ended up screaming from it it was my boyfriend but it wasn't my boyfriend i knew it wasn't in my dream it felt so real it felt so real and it yeah. was like i was in the room and he was well not doing good things to me yeah you know we're not going to go that far into it but it was a very very scary very real feeling dream and i ended up screaming from it waking waking up from it you know he had to wake me up cuz i was screaming and he's like wow. what the hell's wrong with you and i'm like oh my god I'm so traumatized and so my first experience with cleansing so i went to a shop um in the crossroads and that's i don't think it's there anymore it was uh, right beside grinders it's like a, it was across the street from grinders i don't think it's there anymore yeah, it's not there anymore but i talked to this lady and i was like i really need something something's going on and i ha- i told her my experiences and she was like oh you need to cleanse your house and she was like um she was like well um i didn't tell her my exact dream but she was like where do you live and i told her where i lived she was like back in the day there was a man there who raped and killed a lot of women in that area like that exact area and i shit you not i was like are you kidding me cuz then i told her my dream what, what what happened right yeah so she got me house blessing i got sage i got all the things and i started doing everything and intentionally putting my intentions out to cleanse the area right and not knowing anything about the stuff it just comes naturally once you start getting into it right yep um and after that i had no issues like it was gone but it was very frightening and i had never had that like close of an encounter like that before you know what i'm that- saying That sounds like it was an astral experience. Yeah, uh-huh. Which can be very lucid and very yeah. terrifying whenever it's on the lower planes. Absolutely. So, I do um probably astral project a lot and I used to think it was just um you know, sleep par- paralysis, but honestly, yeah. to me, it's not sleep paralysis, it's no. astral projecting. Yes. Because you are Hmm. Your soul just can't get out of your body. And sometimes, you know, when you're when you're trying to move, it's just your soul not coming out of your body. Sometimes I can get my body right. some right. That's just well, it. Well, and I've had entities come to me um while I was in that state and they lower the vibration so much that I can't move. And it is it's a it's an attack. It's a tactic for uh-huh. them. I've even had them grab me by my feet and drag me out of bed. Mm. And it wasn't my body that was going, but I felt like I was passing through my body. Yeah. I have all 
they're scary but once you recognize what they are and what exactly is going on and that you're literally being attacked then you can wake yourself up Mm -hmm. and that will help a lot (laughs) i've had dreams where like one time um i had a lot of demonic dreams and like one time i was in a room and like satan was trying to get through and you don't let them through you just don't don't let them i was praying and everything so now now at times when i do have dreams where i'm fighting demons or i'm really confronting them i will get my ass up to them and i will say and i will you know you gotta tell them to get the out of there that's right you can't screw with me you have to stand up to that shit um because you know you can't leave and fear is such a lower vibrational energy you know you can't do that because then they'll be able to you're you're vulnerable then so you have to learn how to become stronger so i have nightmares all the time or whatever dreams i have my husband's just like always just like oh my god what the heck? okay and i'm like yeah i have these all the time it's fine i'm good i'm good i just tell them to go F themselves and it's fine you know and i just dance them and you know so yeah i have i was down in new orleans one time and oh yeah and we were staying right across the street from a friend of mine's um she has the esoterica occult goods shop down there and she is a wiccan witch and she we were in her shop and she she wanted to show us her library which was full of really amazing books and things she pops one of these books out she opens it up and she starts just like rattling off this summons for some pretty nasty guys and i stopped her right in the middle and i said wait whoa hold it what are you doing Absolutely not. Well, and she said to me, oh, no, it's fine. As long as you're calling them up to do something good, it's okay. okay." And I said, okay, then you can wait until I leave because I'm not in for this. (laughs) I'm not for this. You can, yeah. Yep. Um, Are super important, but like that kind of stuff, you got to be very careful because they have a mind of their own too. Just because you have intentions you want they're gonna do whatever the hell they want to do so that's right they're the best liars in the universe (laughs) well they're really they're good at it because they take the truth and they color it so it sounds really good but it's really not well this guy showed up in our apartment that night yeah and it was ugly there were uh let's see one two three four five six of us in this little flat and we all knew it was there even the people who didn't necessarily believe in that kind of thing everybody was like oh my god what is that so i ended up doing a binding and sending it on and when i did i kissed it right on the nose i love you and i sent it on its way and i said you leave now And when it did, there was this giant pop, like glass breaking or like a gunshot. It was, it reverberated through the whole room, but then it was gone. Yeah. So not into those kinds of things. I've had to deal with them a lot. New Orleans is full of them. (laughs) I'm sure you got a lot of, you know, when you go to places with a lot of lower vibrational, like energies with people too. And, you know, 
you can tell and you can feel it in the town, you know, yep. either so heavy or it's just like, I don't want to say dirty, but it's just kind of like, you know, yeah. just terrible and you can tell, you know. Well, so, I don't want to say this about my own hometown, but it's rather heavy here nowadays, especially yeah. compared to Utah, which is someplace I have been entertaining moving to. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's so light there so light yeah. even in in light of everything that goes on around utah it's just mm -hmm. so light there i yeah. like it <laughs> yeah where you're just like oh my god i feel so good here you know those are the places you need to go to or if it's on your purpose or your life path uh path you know you'll be placed in places where people need you yeah. um like the places I've gone who are like, thank you for being here. I appreciate you doing this work. And, you know, um, it's, it's very interesting because you're like, okay, I want to be a service to other people in my work. And, you know, it's not all about money and, you know, it's really helping others. Um, but it's hard. It is really hard. It's hard not to get caught up in the negative energies. Yep. It's hard caught up in all the the hatred it's you know it's hard not to feel that and to come back to your own so yeah but um yeah Ooh. so i i live right now in midtown kansas city yeah. which okay. is a, they call it the hood and they're not joking it's pretty hardcore we listen to gunshots yeah all the time every day people emptying clips some of them are automatic even they're just it's the the vibe here is very heavy and very sad and very angry very as an empath so. that's hard that's yeah. tough to deal with and uh, i i have a ghost here in my house yeah that's right i haven't heard much about this, but i want to know more about your ghosty ghost Okay, so I have a ghost in my house. His name is Tony. I know this Tony. because he told me his name was Tony. How did, so let's clarify. How did he tell you? How did you perceive it? And which Claire was it? Like, how do you, do you see it? Do you hear it? Uh, do you visualize it? Or do you, like, do you just... Okay, all of the above, depending on the situation. Um, but in this particular situation uh he was being very nasty uh he doesn't like people going downstairs uh he was being very loud he was being very cranky he was scaring people including my granddaughter and i i finally put my foot down and said no we can't do this anymore and i made a deal with him i was like okay you stay in the back room in the basement mind your p's and q's down there leave me with the rest of the house will live peacefully otherwise i'm calling in the heavy guns there so you go. there's your choice but no i figured out his name because he told me over a ghost box oh nice do you give tony gifts or do you like hey you're doing great and we have a great situation here here's like you know a toy or something do to you be give honest to be honest i i didn't before um i don't know what happened but Tony suddenly disappeared. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I'm hoping that yeah. he found some peace. Yeah, that would be good. He did tell me, and he told me this um, through meditation, 
Mm -hmm. um, he did tell me that he was a suicide victim and that he'd killed himself in this house. So, so he's full of heaviness. Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. a mess. Now, I have not been able to verify that through any kinds of records because this particular neighborhood doesn't really keep those types of records. No. You know, just because the guy gave me his full name doesn't mean that I can go and find it because he may have been living with his grandmother or with his mom or with somebody he wasn't even on the lease. Absolutely. You know? So I don't know. I did the first time I walked into this house, I met a cute little old lady and she was very excited that we were going to be moving in here. And once mm -hmm. we moved in, I never heard another word from her. Mm -hmm. Very strange. Uh, I do have a lot of entities and energies that come through this house. A lot of them. <laughs> and some of them stay really. And I know this sounds really bizarre but oh my dog say hello cookie <laughs> sweetie hi cooks oh um anyways i have a lot of strange energies that come through this house uh, and what was that is it a vortex so i think i think that i'm a vortex oh, okay but, <clears throat> so i have a lot of energies that come to me and they just want to be drawn or painted. And as soon as I draw or paint them, they go away. You just want to be acknowledged, you know? And there are some of them, I've had two of them that I refuse to acknowledge. Yeah. I told them that there was no way I was going to draw them because they already had a foothold on this world that they didn't deserve. So, yeah. and... That was uh, actually last week I talked about the nun on one of uh -huh. my, and that was a bad deal. She came to me wanting to be drawn and I told her, nope, not a chance. Nasty, no. ugly thing. <laughs> no, thank you. But I only had to do that twice where I told an entity, no way. Otherwise, good, bad, or indifferent, um, I usually draw them. It's a gorgeous drawing. They go away. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. That's fantastic. Like, who would have thought, you know? Uh, I didn't. That kind, of, that kind of purpose. And then you were just like, hey, I'm just going to draw them. And then it just, one day out of the blue, you just do it. And it just happens like that sometimes, you know? Yep. So. I had one and it was a fairy. I do a lot of fairy stuff. I love the I, fairies. I love, like, fairies during um like my reiki work and my sessions with people i'm like oh yep yeah. but be careful with fairies do not screw with them yep don't screw with them no you be respectful of them and show Absolutely. a lot of love and respect and they will return that in kind absolutely absolutely they're very earthly like materialistic kind of earthy creatures and I, and I love that. And I'll call on them sometimes, you know, but I'm not, you know, and I don't really call on a lot of things. I mainly work with angels and archangels and things like that, especially during my line of work. And then I will encounter people's um, past loved ones or they may have an attachment to them because I've been like, okay, so there's this white haired old lady, da -da -da, and they don't know who I'm talking about or 
there's this high schooler that's been hanging around with you and thinks she's really cool, but thinks you're really cool. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, but that guy's a realtor. So he's gone through all sorts of different kind of houses. So he has attachments. They have attachments. And I yep. didn't realize that. You just learn it as you go. And yep. I didn't realize later because I'm like, I know, I saw, you know, because I've described people to, you know, my clients and they're like, oh, that's my grandma. Or right. stuff like that, and so you gotta trust that you know, and what you see is real, and that's the yep. whole thing about my practice. And then working with your abilities is trusting yourself that what you're seeing is what you're seeing, yes. or what you're hearing is what you're hearing. Because when you get into your ego and you question stuff, or you think it's stupid, or or you you know talk bad about it, that's when you lose your abilities because you're mm -hmm. not trusting enough to get the right answers i had i have a, a dear friend from college who it was about two years ago and i was sitting there and she wrote a post on facebook about her mom because our moms passed about the same time when we were really young and i just had this pink elephant in my head and i'm sitting here wrestling with myself and going dang it do i need to tell her this do i sound crazy pink elephant like come on like that's so weird so you know i decided you know what i'm just gonna message her we'll just go with it she thinks i'm crazy whatever and she um i go i was shown a pink elephant in reference to your mom's post does that mean anything to you and she goes Oh my God, yes. She goes, they used to watch Dumbo together with the pink elephant. Yep. And so, so I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it meant something. You just have to trust mm. and trust that you're getting the messages that need to come across or what will happen, you know? Sometimes yes. it won't happen, but they're preparing that person for what will happen too. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, well, I, was I think. A about 10 years old my grandfather was a hardcore marine he was a marine di for world war ii and the korean war okay yeah so he was hardcore he was the one who taught me how to make a bed so tight you could bounce a quarter off of it <laughs> but he he didn't have any take with this kind of thing at all he poo-pooed it he was yeah. a hardcore baptist guy yeah. and so uh his mother passed away when i was about 10 years old and after she passed away, we were on our way down to the funeral. It was in Southern Missouri. And uh, I had this dream that was so lucid. I can still, it's very lucid to me now. And I'm 55 years old. And I remember walking into this white house and in the middle of the floor, there were these very abrupt stairs that went up. So I went up into this hole in the floor and there was my great grandmother sitting in this big white room with plants and she was in her rocking chair. And so I sat at her feet and we talked for a while and uh, she, from nowhere, she says, you tell that daughter of mine, both of them to quit fighting over my kitty cat teapot. And I was like, okay. So I told my grandfather about it when we were on our way to the funeral and he got really quiet and the tears just started streaming down his face. I was just a kid. I had no clue. I was just telling him about my dream, you know? And so it turned out that there was indeed this teapot that his two sisters were fighting over. And grandpa stepped in and he bought the teapot and all of a sudden it appeared on the top of their hutch 
And I was mm. like, oh, is that the kitty cat teapot? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. I just, yeah, I Insane. love that. Insane. <laughs> okay, think, so. Go ahead. I was going to say, go ahead. I think what? Oh, no. No big deal. Um, I was going to say that. <clears throat> People get so weird over the term psychic, but like, like everybody has these abilities. It's whether or not they want to actually try and work on them and practice them to expand your, expand your abilities. It's about, you know, it's about practicing. It's about doing it. It's about doing the exercises and putting in the work, you know, um, and you can have all different kinds of specialties. And you mentioned past life regression in the last, um, podcast. Episode, and yeah. Yeah, and my specialty kind of is actually seeing people's past lives in my sessions or when I'm working on distance Reiki and, um, you know, uh, it will give me messages. I won't see like a whole life. I'll see one scene or something like that of somebody's uh, past life and it'll give me a message of what it, what it means. Why am I seeing this? It will tell me because I'll ask, why am I seeing this? What message do they need? Um, and that's, I found that out on my Reiki master retreat, you know, and it was very traumatic the way usually I'll see how people die. And it was very traumatic how this one girl died because we were working on her as a group and just tears rolling down my face. And, um, yeah, so I think it's just about if, if people want to learn or continue, it's just about opening yourself up and going, okay, guides help me uh learn help me like you have to ask for help right so you have That's to connect right. you have to connect you have to ask for help um angels won't really do much unless you really ask and guides are there but you have to connect with them you have to co-create with them as well yep so. absolutely um you know one of the things that i've discovered about people is fear they're very mm -hmm. afraid to get into these things because of well, let's just take The Exorcist for an example. The movie yeah. The Exorcist scared yeah. the shit right out of you. Why? Because mm -hmm. it touches on a real basis and people understand that even subconsciously. So they're afraid to get involved with any kind of spirit because they're afraid of being possessed. But mm -hmm. here's the trick to that. You have to give full permission for possession. It's all about your intention. It's all about your intentions that's right so you have to you have to you have to say yes and um it has you have to have good and clear intentions with what your practice is and what you want to learn and what you're willing to learn if you if you see something in your uh journey and it scares the crap out of you you can say no i don't want that yeah. i'm not and it will shut down they will shut it yeah. you don't need to my um i had a Reiki master one time and she, I, with her she was giving it to me distance sessions because you can do that and i can literally feel everything in my body and when i do distance sessions for other people i can feel oh. if they're walking or sitting up or anything like that but i was having a session with her and she told me that I, you know, I always am like, I want to see my mom. Like, I physically want to see my mother. I miss her. I love her. You know, I've always kind of said that. But she told my 
Reiki master teacher that um, it wasn't a good idea for me because I wouldn't stop crying. Because <laughs> like, I would just be crying the whole damn time. I can so relate to that. My mother was my very best friend and when she left this plane, it destroyed me for a long time. And I still have such a hole. She comes to see me in my dreams. Right. And every now and then I'll smell her or I'll get some smart ass remark come through my head and her voice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My mom was in my dreams not too long ago and it was very different because she doesn't see me in my dreams very often ever. And if she does, she never says anything to me. It's the weirdest thing. But I remember this dream like two weeks ago, she actually came to me. We had conversations. I hugged her. It was a whole thing. And you know, subconsciously exactly what you talked about in those dreams. But sometimes you don't remember exactly when you're waking. Um, but I, it was very significant. Something was very significant about it. I don't remember exactly, but my soul does. You know what I mean? Yep, I do. It's very interesting. It was a very big thing that she came to me and it's funny because I think I had a mental breakdown the night before or something. <laughs> I really need oh. Did you melt down just a little bit? Oh, it's been meltdown, you know, September or November, whatever. We're October. It was a meltdown. Every, you know, time goes by so quickly. Time doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So it's very interesting when you have intentions, you know, make sure you're clear with intentions, but don't right. go screw around with that crap. Like your wicked friend, you know, just, just stay away from it. If you really want crazy shit to happen in your life, have fun, but yeah, we don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> it's probably not a great idea to use a Ouija board either. <laughs> just thinking that and you know what my thought was right before you said that i was thinking about the ouija board i was like people freak out about the ouija board and then you go it's probably not a good idea so it's like you're answering my thoughts uh, so here's the deal man it's because <laughs> it opens a portal does okay and if you don't know how to close that portal yeah anything can come through and the bad guys have a whole lot less to be doing with their free time than the good guys do you you are absolutely correct about that and um and you're right and it doesn't have anything to do with intentions because sometimes people uh, entities will lie to you that's um, right else and be something else so you really do not want to screw up that kind of stuff that's i use right. a but that's not the same you know nope, not the same I, I only connect with my guides with my pendulum so right same, but yeah i don't i think i did a week glow in the dark ouija board for my sixth grade like party one time I <laughs> right oh i'm guilty i did them whenever i was younger we and all crazy things happened like candles blowing themselves uh, out and things moving around and little girls screaming and crying not great. not okay <laughs> not the best thing you want to have around yes yeah, so. nope um, absolutely so but it's a journey the paranormal experience and uh yeah as much as i want to be like i want to go ghost hunting one would i be would i be scared of this? um <laughs> two, depends on who you were with and where you were 
and that's what I was thinking. I was like, if I was going to go, I would rather be with Colleen and like, you know, someone who really understands the stuff and feels it too, because I'm very clairsentient. So I'll feel that stuff. And it's funny because I've been in a place where people are like, oh, it's so haunted. And I'm like, I don't feel anything. Am I supposed to feel something? Right. But you go to shoot a movie or a commercial, not expecting anything. And there they are. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I'm walking through. What is this? spider bed? No. Yes. Um, it really did happen. Crazy mist. It was so cool. And it had happened when you were there. And I thought that was awesome. So that was incredibly cool. I had forgotten about that until you mentioned it in the last show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That was really neat. It was such a simple thing. And you're just like, oh, it's just a ghost or a spirit. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. On to the <laughs> next spot. <laughs> as long be as they're not being mean, we're all good to go absolutely absolutely so you know i've been on some haunted house investigations where people swore that it was a demonic possession or a demonic haunting and about nine and a half times out of ten it's mm -hmm. just a really pissed off spirit very pissed. It, it seems because there you can feel their anger anguish or sadness but you know yeah so um but yeah, have I been in those situations where I'm clearing stuff out? Not really. I just clear my house and stuff. I'm sure you've had your fair share of, I need to clean this area. I need to banish these spirits. I have yet to get there with my practice, but maybe that is not my purpose or path in this life. You know what I'm maybe. saying? So yeah. I'm going to take the haunted houses for an example, because when I was working down there, they were extremely haunted yeah all of them that whole area is very haunted and some why, of them were very violent why do you think it was past was it the past like like being down there in the in, industrial uh in industrial area where like it's, you know some of it's the history of the people who lived there or worked there and some of it was the history of the people who worked in the haunted houses who deliberately called things in yeah but i came to find out that i couldn't do any cleaning on that place without the property owner's permission ha so they wanted them there. yep they wanted them there there yep. was certain there was certain houses that were more heavy than others. Yeah. I know when I went through them, um, but some of them I was just like, yeah, this is not scary. It's like, whatever. But, um, but yeah, that is kind of messed up, I guess. So it is. It was murdered, right? Right. Yeah. But okay, people attachments from them so yes absolutely and some of these people have some crazy attachments <laughs> okay we're down to like our last 30 seconds girl i love you this has been a lot of fun talking about all this stuff i love you too and we should do way more oh yeah i agree we can do more i love okay. you i love you too have a good okay. night thank you, too. you. Right. Bye. Bye. that's my show for this week Special thanks to my wonderful boyfriend and to my amazing family for helping me get this project off the ground and rolling it to a good place. Next week, I'm with my oldest son, Aaron Caponetto, and we'll be hashing out some strange, scary, odd, and fun paranormal experiences we've had together. 
He'll talk about what it was like growing up with the high strangeness that is and always has been my life, including really haunted commercial haunted houses. Thanks for listening and keep it surreal.